0: Hey, it's Thursday. Welcome to the uh, podcast, it's, uh, Glenn and uh, Stu. We're glad that you're uh, here, and we got a good show for you today. We started, unfortunately, with Nancy Pelosi's announcement, which almost made my head exp- uh, explode. Um, Chris Pratt, Howard Stern, uh, our our, uh, our our own writer Kevin talked to, uh, to uh, Kanye and kamala harris and his experience with all the it's it's a crazy crazy show plus something very very important uh going back to tradition and what i feel we need to do and a special personal uh request from me all on today's podcast
1: you're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program
0: I can't tell you. We can't. Uh, I, I think we're trying to find the right feed. We uh, we don't have rights, apparently, to this live feed, and it's really hacking me off. We have it? Good. Oh, we have the feed. Go ahead. Here's Nancy Pelosi.
1: To power. During the debate over impeachment at the Constitutional Convention, She's George Mason also asked, shall any man be above justice? Oh shall God. that man be above it who can commit the most extensive injustice in his great wisdom he knew that injustice committed by the president erodes the rule of law the very idea that of fair justice which is the bedrock of our democracy and if we allow a president to be above the law we do so surely at the peril of our republic in america No one is above the law.
0: I agree with that. I just wish she (laughs) weeks,
1: Through the Intelligence Committee working with the Foreign Affairs and Oversight Committees, the American people have heard the testimony of truly patriotic career public servants, distinguished diplomats, and decorated war heroes. Oh, my God. Some of the president's own appointees. The facts are uncontested. The president abused his power for his own personal political benefit at the expense yeah. of our national security. By withholding military aid and crucial Oval Office meeting in exchange what for here? an announcement of an to investigation yeah, what is into she, his political life. She's role.
0: a thousand years old, and Disney don't, doesn't have the, the, the vocal track of the animatronics the around oh, yeah.
1: The American yeah. people heard testimony. Remember, the, the voice American is the hardest thing to get. <laughs> illuminated, without a doubt that the president's actions are a profound violation of the public trust. The president's actions have seriously violated like the Constitution. And let me tell you another Especially thing. <laughs> when he says and acts upon the belief. Article 2 says I can do whatever I want. No, his wrongdoing strikes at the very heart of our Constitution. A separation of powers. Three mm. co-equal branches. Mm. Each not- a okay. check and balance on the other. A republic if we can keep, said Benjamin Franklin. Our democracy I love how is, is these at stake. Know. The President leaves white, us no choice rich but to act slave owners because he tell. is t- trying to corrupt once again the election for his own benefit. The President has engaged in abuse of power, undermining our national security and jeopardizing the integrity of our elections. His actions are in defiance of the vision of our founders. And the oath of office that he takes to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United <laughs> States. Sadly. But with confidence and humility, oh. with allegiance to our God. founders, oh, and a heart God. full of love for America. Oh. oh gosh. Today I am asking our chairman to proceed with articles of impeachment. What? Oh my gosh, this our is committee a shock. Chairs and our members for their somber <gasps> somber... wish the president. ...had not made necessary. Unbelievable. In signing the Declaration of Independence... Uh, uh, ...the uh, founders invoked a firm uh, reliance... <laughs> ...on divine providence. Oh, my God. Don't, don't you do it. France oh, my God. ...and we will proceed in a <laughs> worthy of oh. our oath of office... Oh my. ...to support and defend oh. the Constitution of the United States. Oh, my
0: States. gosh. In defense. <laughs>
2: okay,
0: and stop. I, 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 I don't... No, go ahead. Take it. Take it. I can't, I can't take it, but go ahead and keep her up. Oh, she's done. Oh, I'll she's done. God.
2: There she goes. That was uh one of the worst speeches I've ever heard in my entire life. I she I she's awful. I just about went blind. I just about hysterical blindness. Did she do did she do this to troll people? All she ever talks about in public is the constitution and God. And then none of her actions reflect either of those things. None ever.
0: Ever. I mean, think about this. This is coming from a party who believes the Constitution is an outdated, antiquated Mm -hmm. document that barely has anything to do with today. Mm -hmm. You think the founders couldn't see Donald Trump? I, I didn't see Donald Trump five years ago. How could the founders see it? Yet, this esteemed old dusty document, somehow or another, still sees him. Huh. Wow. It's like, it's like it really does work. Except you're you're saying you want a somber a somber and and stoic process here. Oh, that's on. that's been
2: anything but this. Mm-hmm. Yesterday was an absolute joke. Joke. A joke. And not to mention, I mean, this is like the equivalent of uh, a NFL head coach calling a press conference Two days before the Super Bowl, and saying, We intend to play in the Super Bowl. It's like, Well, we already know you won the championship game. You're all here, you're practicing. We know you're going ahead with the impeachment. This is not a shock. You did not need a press conference to tell us you were going to try to impeach the president of the United States. You told us in 2017. Except it's not, Except it's not like that because they didn't win the championship. This
0: is like Colin Kaepernick coming out <laughs> and saying, I'm going to be the quarterback
2: in the on the, the wow. winning Super Bowl team. If he was the owner of the team. The point <laughs> is that this is an obvious thing that we all knew was going on, this and they have complete crazy. control over it. This is crazy. We all knew. That he that they were going to impeach, we pretty much knew the second they got control of the house. Uh, and honestly, it's been their goal since day one. So here's the only thing that that uh, that
0: keeps me sane today. Honestly, is drugs. <laughs> I have been thinking about whiskey an awful lot. I gotta say, it's great. I mean, I, I have I, to I, tell I, I, you, it really works. I have been. I <laughs> I see people now with a glass of whiskey, and I miss it you terribly and you know what it's consistent and it's
2: always there for you exactly you know, it right works. now some would say god would be a better thing to <laughs> do but yeah. whiskey is easier yeah it's easier
0: <laughs> and quite frankly as a time where i'm getting ready to pay my tithing it's cheaper <laughs> i could lose my job and it's still cheaper uh anyway oh my gosh yeah. uh, the only thing that keeps me sane is The fact that I just don't believe the American people, and I mean Democrats, think this is fair either. I really don't. Now, I'm not talking about the Democrats who are the diehard, you know, at any cost— You know, because there are those Trump supporters who are like, at any cost, he could go out and shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue with some Trump supporters. And they would be like, so? So? He had a right to do it. (laughs) No, no, not really. Not really. Um, So I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about the, I would hope, 60%. I would actually hope 80 or 90. But, I think it's about sixty percent of the nation that can honestly say, "This is just
2: not. This is not right. This isn't fair. This isn't right." Well, it's and it seems particularly uh, unconvincing, right? I mean, I think you look back at at the way this is rolled out. You have to think their plan from the beginning of this was go through the Mueller thing, get the results find all the stuff that was obvious that they colluded uh-huh. or whatever we can paint to the people that there's uh-huh. collusion between uh-huh. Trump and Russia. And then we go through impeachment after that long process. Well, they just cataclysmic failure uh, when it came to the Mueller report. Right. They got nothing out of it. No one believed it was impeachable. It, I mean, it was nothing. So then they're like, well, if we wait past a week after hearing about this phone call, He's gonna wind up. Uh, we're gonna be in, in the election. We have to get this done this year. How are we gonna do that? Just go for it. So this is like almost like a uh, a substitute for what they thought they were gonna get. Yeah. The they, they, this is a, a
0: jam down. Anything yeah. it, whatever it takes. If it means silencing people, if it means uh, you know, just ramrodding this through, mm-hmm. there's there is no semblance of fairness here at all. Look at the people they had speak yesterday. Look at their record. They are I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna talk about them uh, tonight at five o'clock. By the way, it's an audience show tonight. I haven't done an audience show in a long time. It's all about impeachment. With your questions, you can still tweet your questions. Uh, at, uh, what is it? Is it, is it at, the, at blaze at the blaze at the blaze and hashtag ask Glenn. Um, but, uh, uh I'm going to be answering your questions with a live audience tonight. And I'm going to be exposing who these people were that testified yesterday. The, the, what's your name that gets, uh, your Gates came after L- listen, listen to this exchange, uh, uh from yesterday with, with uh, with Matt Gates with with and uh the the supreme uh, uh legal scholar who of course is very very neutral
1: <laughs>
0: uh-huh listen to this exchange we don't have it yet okay all right <laughs> we're having a we're having a problem today with uh technical difficulties some technical please stand, please by. stand by Uh, It was uh, Pamela Carlin. uh, And, you know, they they, well, she's a Stanford law professor. She's a she's clerk for Supreme Court Justice Blackburn. She's she's great. Well, yeah, there's some other things that she has done uh, that are uh, she is a uh, self-described bisexual. I think she said bisexual bitch didn't she the self describe herself <laughs> as that at one po- no not yesterday have a little um pride. she has she and some of the others that were testifying yesterday are part of the resistance movement oh, uh, they've been calling they've been openly calling for impeachment one of them openly called for impeachment before he was sworn in the, this is who <laughs> they have this is it- not fair you know who the republicans picked a guy who
2: doesn't like donald trump yeah i think that's a really good illustration of why the american people see this as such a ridiculously partisan process Uh, you know there are plenty judge napolitano on fox news channel is saying he would vote for impeachment they could bring judge napolitano out there and he would argue uh, that that he should be impeached. There are libertarians and some on the right, conservative-wise, uh, that are critical of what the president did and how he did it, and that it is an impeachable offense. You can't find one of them who's going to have a little credibility with a, with someone in the middle, and the reason they don't do that is because it's got nothing to do with trying to win people over. It's, a, it's just a partisan issue. They're jamming it through. They can tell all their AOC activists that they got the impeachment done, and then they can move on to their election and but hold too, impeachment over the president. Then
0: head. they're saying that I mean, impeaching a president is overturning an election. Now you're doing that with eight months before a presidential election. You are using the power of your office and the power of the Constitution to unfairly convict someone and overturn an election there is nothing more serious than that and how dare you say that no one is against no one is above the law if we used these standards obama would have been impeached in his first year if you use these standards no one is above the law hillary clinton email servers how about just the selling of all of our uranium
2: what about or that one about the thing that's being investigated here joe biden and hunter biden and all the stuff that went on in ukraine uh um, unbelievable look i you know it's just it's obviously just a tactic and and I, it doesn't even seem like they're attempting to convince people that this is a realistic case and i have to tell you
0: i have a theory on this it is a theory but it is based on fact all the way around it. Now, is this what's happening? I don't know. But it's a theory. And I think it's a damn good one. Okay, so, Stu, if you've been watching our specials, which I think you've... I mean, you're the executive producer. You've watched about half of them. I mean, half's a high You've been estimate. in the room. You're
2: rounding up, Yeah, sure. you've been in the room. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes, I've watched them. So,
0: uh, as, as we've laid out, what is the Soros plan, along with the State Department, to uh, overthrow countries? Uh,
2: sit, uh, c- citizen 2.0. Civil society 2.0. Civil society, 2.0. 2. 2. 2. Right. What uh, is, and how does it work? Do you remember? Well, I mean, I, I could give you a, a mediocre recounting of that, but you happen to be the host of the special, okay, so I don't so know why you me. don't just say it. <laughs> okay, so, so, here, so here's what it is. What they, what Civil Society
0: 2.0, which is part of the State Department's policy, and it is now uh, ingrained and, and institutionalized in our State Department, is we look for countries that we can overthrow. We can go over and train people to be revolutionaries. And we teach them how to use social media. And then after we've taught them and put them through this course, all of this is documented. Once we put them through this course, then we say, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. And when there's an event like there was in the Ukraine, that's when the State Department notifies all those people now and supports them by the way we have pictures of all of this we have videos of all of this and documents about all of this in ukraine then once they get the once they destabilize the government and flip the government then they insist the americans are here just to help and we start an anti-corruption league that's what we did we had an anti-corruption bureau it was run by our justice department the George Soros people, and their Justice Department. And it's it's an it's a institution that picks and chooses, based on politics, who they want to prosecute and who they want to call guilty and corrupt and who they don't. Okay, This institution in Ukraine was completely corrupt. The guy was sentenced to prison that was running it for interfering with our election, okay, that's how. That's how. And he's on tape. By that's, the way, yeah, that's how corrupt the mm-hmm. anti-corruption uh, bureau was, that we were the co-sponsor of. So what they have to have is they have to have revolutionaries. They have to have training for those revolutionaries. Would you say that's been happening here in the United States? Mm-hmm. Think the left is training revolutionaries? Sure, absolutely. The best of the Glenn Beck program hey it's glenn and you're listening to the glenn beck program if you like what you're hearing on this show make sure you check out pat gray unleashed it's available wherever you download your favorite podcasts pat gray welcome to the program how are you i am great Mm. i
3: just uh fresh from seeing the crypt keepers press conference uh what half an hour ago 40, she was great give me a pack of camels great man talking okay. about the bedrock of our democracy right how important the founding fathers are to her. yes it just really moved and me. to all of those on the left <clears throat> man you know it, it, what has happened in our civilization uh, these last few years uh has gotten so crazy that the left you know, this atmosphere they've created in the le- on the left is so toxic that not even the, the left can exist in it, I think, now. <clears throat> Just today we had uh, uh, this story about... <clears throat> well, we've got a bunch of
2: stories. you like some water? Yeah, well, yes. This happened to throat> Hillary throat> <clears> throat> in her st- Howard Stern I think interview. I have the
3: same yesterday. Uh, disease yesterday.
2: Hillary does. And it's amazing because you... you Burn yeah. the cup. <clears throat>
3: yeah, thank you. Yep. Burn <clears throat> the cup. <clears throat> <laughs>
2: anyway, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so the trans...
3: People were being honored in uh, Olympia, Washington, and did you see this strike? Did you read about that? No in the paper today. Uh, yeah, the trans people uh, were being honored, and they were doing. I think they were doing the city hall in trans colors and the you know the rainbow stuff, and so uh, they invited the police into the building so that they'd be protected during their celebration. And eh, but trans people weren't very happy about that. Here is what uh, a couple of them had to say.
4: And you are telling me.
2: You're going to light up city hall mm-hmm. to honor black and brown trans women. You're going to light up a city hall that has police mm-hmm. and police are a part of the problem.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're killing they're they kill, kill
0: my families.
3: What? Wait, what
0: they make it unsafe to live.
1: I'm a tranny suffering and the conditions you create for us to not live in this city. Mm. Um, I wanna say that I am a person that values uh, hearing out people's pain and talking to their hearts. And I feel like the people here at City Hall, they don't do that, people's hearts. You create illusions. Point of order, I'm gonna ask that you refrain. This is broadcast live out in people's homes with families, Again, families. My point is, like, a, like you, didn't, just keep just keep you didn't care what <laughs> I just said, which proves my point. Right.
3: You're not mm. listening. Okay, so there's to that. That's enough on yeah. that. Okay. <clears throat> because she's, okay, so they're telling this very liberal uh, city council that they're they're taking ex- exception that the police are even in the building because the police are killing trans
0: people. I, I have missed those stories. I have missed those stories too, but uh, that's exactly what you would expect I, from you, Pat.
2: <laughs> I believe. Really? We did this story Why? a couple of weeks ago, and that the, the, the mm. total amount of mm. murders of... Uh, Straight people against trans people was like four, four. Yeah. It was like four no, it really over was over like multiple years. Yeah, and all those and, were police officers. Uh, no, remember? none of them. No, were police of officers. Them. And uh. I will also point out, uh, all or maybe all with the exception of one, were men who went to prostitutes. Yeah, believed they were going for one gender, oh, wow. and got the other one. Yeah, and now, we look, so upset and the other they, one yeah. I think was yeah. a
0: friend or a or a family member. I think might have been. I mean, it, 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 this this is a lie. For, hate, just, for hate There's, crisis. Crisis. there's, there's yeah. nothing here. Them. There's nothing.
3: But again, it's the left turning on the left because of the atmosphere they've created no one can exist in. Um, Al Green was talking about how upset he was. This is Al Green yelling at other Democrats for the people they called yesterday. Mm-hmm. Listen to this.
2: Mr. Speaker, and still I rise with my mnemonic notes in
1: hand. hmm Mr. Speaker, I rise because I love my country, but I also rise today with heartfelt regrets. Mm -hmm. It hurts my heart, Mr. Speaker, to
0: see the Judiciary Committee hearing experts on the topic of impeachment. Mm -hmm. One of the seminal issues
2: of this Congress
3: and the problem is?
2: Hearing experts, Mr. Speaker, mm-hmm. and not one person of color ah, among the there experts. There you go. Well, you oh, could mm-hmm.
0: have gotten Clarence mm-hmm. to
2: Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh,
3: so, again, there's no pleasing the left because uh, no matter who they bring before, the, it's not diverse enough for them. Because if you had a black person on the panel, where's the Asian? And if you have a black and an Asian... Where's the Native American?
0: Mm-hmm. And if you have the Native American, where is the Hispanic? And if you have the Hispanic, exactly. where is the undocumented dreamer? <laughs> That's right. Now, also, Pete Buttigieg is getting flack
3: from the left. I love this one. This, uh, this is, is awesome. Look at his heinous crime. I've got a. I've got a photo
0: of it. So for oh my gosh, oh, whoa, listening- whoa, 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 whoa! I don't even want to look <laughs> at that. He is standing in front of some sort of store with <laughs> a red apron, yep. ringing a bell. Right. Apparently trying to i mean you want to talk about a dog whistle here is his his homophobic support of a homophobic uh, organization. organization called the Salvation Army mm-hmm. yeah now yeah. let's do the math here on Pete
2: Buttigieg's homophobia <laughs> he's literally married to a man mm-hmm. like of all the mm-hmm. activities on god's green earth <laughs> That seems the, like a pretty like homo-friendly thing to do. Yeah, like yeah. I feel like the least homophobic <laughs> thing on the planet is to marry a man if you're a man. Yeah. I feel like it's like the really making a statement. Right. The, the, the
0: most pro-homosexual uh, 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 act you can do mm-hmm. is have homosexual sex. Okay. <laughs> really? There's Yeah, that's the most pro-act you can do. Where did do. you read
3: that, though? I mean, well, he's he like science. Fox News <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah. So
0: here's this guy who what? He he's married and having homosexual sex mm, and so. he's so hates that he hates himself for that
2: what yeah. i mean that makes no sense i mean it's very uh, similar right to saying clarence thomas doesn't like black people right which is. they do say however Buttigieg actually agrees with them on the issues and they're still saying it you can <laughs> never be woke enough never nope. you will never get there it's a road that does not have an end you will never no, it be does. Woke enough. it does train tracks usually uh,
0: Kind of end right there.
2: That's kind of my
3: point. I mean, I've, I've got another one of, of Chris Pratt, and and you'll see the heinous crime he committed uh, the other well, day. He's a serial. <laughs> he. We also have the photo of that. Look at, I mean, oh, there he God. is with his bulging muscles and whatnot in the yeah. in some kind of gym. But he's holding.
2: Get this. Mm-hmm. Oh. I,
0: I, I hesitate to even say it. No, no, no. no don't. I mean, well, you have to. wear on radio, but people can see it. He's holding a plastic app. water bottle oh my in his hand. A uh, right
3: single-serve, single single-use.
0: Single-use. Mm-hmm. Means it bottle. will
3: be, like, recycled afterwards. <laughs> so his friend, Jason Momoa, rightly, of course, called him out for that. <laughs> uh, his, his friend? His friend. His friend. His <laughs> friend. Yes, yeah, called okay. him out. And, yeah. then, and then he just got a crap storm of tweets uh, coming down on him for it. But Jason Momoa, in the past, has committed the same
0: egregious crime oh my crime. gosh
3: look at that there's jason well wait wait wait, actually wait, wait, wait. From a he's actually
0: he's got three of them in front of him <laughs> oh, okay. uh, i just want to point out though i think he's blind <laughs> really, I see he didn't know that I, I seriously I've seen this new documentary that he's in oh yeah mm-hmm. uh called C. he's completely blind in it <laughs> oh Is my gosh Wow. Yeah. so okay. I didn't know that
3: oh well then he didn't know it was he, a had no <laughs> he had no idea no idea no <laughs> idea I mean if we don't stand up against this insanity and stop being so afraid of uh the names we're going to be called yeah. or uh the it's Elfria, really I don't Twitter. think it's
0: I don't think it's us anymore I don't think it's us. Yeah, I really think it's the Democrats. The average person that you know considers themselves a Democrat. If you don't wake up, yeah, and stand up against you're it, you're going to be you're going to be scooped up just as fast as, as we will be. This is
3: going to collapse on its own weight. there's no way you can abide by the new
2: rules that they have set forward for us and there's no freedom in it there's no actual human being that believes drinking out of a water bottle is evil like those people there can't be right it is a statement of virtue because you believe everyone else thinks Nah, i don't think that's entirely true i do i don't my daughter I, i don't think so Again, you, like, you know, Hannah, I know Hannah and she's, you and she and she will actually act on these
0: things. And she, and she very... goes, she brings it. She drives me nuts. I use I ask when we go shopping together, she'll bring her little, you know, uh, I don't know, hemp bag to the grocery store. And I respect her for doing that. I ask for double plastic bags <laughs> to when to make, up for <laughs> to make up for it. But she lives that she doesn't. When she goes to restaurants, she'll bring her own, you know, her own. Does she drink out of single use water bottles, though? Mm, Plastic? Nope. Nope. Oh, well. Nope. Doesn't like
3: it. Okay. And, but, but she's
0: the, not yeah. preaching about it. She's yeah. not, That's she's the not thing. saying to everybody else, you got to do this because she's mm. not doing that. Well, she just believes. She's, she's not a, a crusader.
3: Right. For that we cause. just
2: use too many things mm-hmm. uh, that we don't need to reuse yeah no i mean it's it's uh it's crazy i mean i just it's just a it's just bizarre thing um i just quickly uh the number one chris pratt agreed, agreed. with the criticism and apologized he apologized for yeah, using this sing- if i remember correctly somebody threw me a plastic bottle and in a photo shoot and i didn't know what to do with my hands so i never know what to do with my hands but you're right my bad i don't want Atlantis covered in plastic here that kids reduce reuse recycle Chris Pratt?
3: my gosh. So somebody just tossed it to him, and he
2: just held it. Yeah, and he didn't know what to do with his hands. That's why. What do I do with it? You need
0: to right now, under every Christmas tree, you go to the, uh, what is it, uh, blazeshop.com? What is the? Shop. Shop, Yeah, yeah, shop.com. That'll redirect you to the new site where it is. So anyway, whatever. Uh, (laughs) Just go to our store. And get the shut up (laughs) t-shirt. Okay? That's what everyone... His next one, he should be holding a Uh water bottle in both and holding uh, or and wearing a shut up (laughs) t-shirt. This is the best of the Glenn Beck Program. Hey, it's Glenn, and if you like what you hear on the program, you should check out Pat Gray Unleashed. His podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcast. Hi, it's Glenn. If you're a subscriber to the podcast, can you do us a favor and rate us on iTunes? If you're not a subscriber, become one today and listen on your own time. You can subscribe on iTunes. Thanks. So I want to introduce you to a young Hispanic conservative Air Force veteran who... Uh, uh, is she's a believer in the things that we were founded on, and she, for some reason, wants to go to Congress, and she's running for the seat currently held by Charlie Crist, which would be a shame if he lost. Anna Paulina Luna, welcome to the program.
4: Hey, Glenn, thanks for having me on. You're
0: you're uh, you're welcome. So we met a few weeks ago. You happen to be here in the building. Uh, and uh, I had just stumbled across you, and somebody else, some other show in the building had invited you on. And uh, my show was my show was over, so I invited you to to uh, come on because I want to find out a little bit about you, a little bit more about you. Um, you are uh, you seem to be all on the right track. You're pro God, pro life. You don't hate America. Um, tell me about tell me about some of the policies that you think. Charlie Crist has wrong that you would not be voting the same way?
4: I mean, first and foremost, the guy says that he cares about veterans, of which I am. And then he went and ter- uh, voted against, you know, us getting health care and in, fav- in turn favored illegal immigrants getting health care. And I think that a lot of what I talk on, a lot of the policies that I am so passionate about, it's because of my life experience. Um, not to mention, he's absolutely pushing the red flag laws. And again, going back to kind of how I grew up. I did not have a normal upbringing, and I realize that now, and it was really the military that I'd say, you know, helped me change my life around. But I had a very um, early on kind of interesting experience with firearms, and whether it was me being involved in an armed robbery and walking into one when I was nine to having a cousin that was murdered to eventually being at a high school where there was gang violence and resulted on a shooting um, between gangs on campus, I am in no way, shape, or form ever going to say that it is firearms and us taking away the right of the Second Amendment from the American people that is going to fix some of these issues. When you have people constantly pushing to remove God uh, from society and replace it with government, that's where the problem is. And so if you wanna start fixing the problem, let's start bringing back the morality back to the United States, back to the American people. So, I mean, what he's done is essentially voted in favor of himself, not the people. He's been a Democrat, an independent, a Republican. He's currently a Democrat. And um, it's, it's time for him to go. It's time to get people in Congress who care, who want to fix the issues, and who can reach across the aisle to fix some of these, you know, very horrific things that are taking place in our country, not really buy into the whole um, impeachment nonsense that they're really pushing. It's wrong, and I'm tired of it.
0: So you are the Hispanic Initiative uh, chairwoman for Prager University, which is a great endorsement just there. You have yeah, over 400,000 uh, followers online. What is where did you come from when did you decide to do this
4: so i i'd actually been on track to go to medical school and I, this is about i'd say a year and some change ago um i got into a medical program i'd completely gotten out of the military so that i could do that and i actually got a phone call from charlie kirk over at turning point usa And at the time, I had been in contact with Tyler Boyer, who's their COO, and they basically had offered me the position to be their national outreach director for Hispanic engagement. And I honestly didn't know at the time if that was really what was in the cards for me and really, I guess, on God's plan. And when that happened, I kind of realized, I was like, this is going to be, you know, pretty much a story out of the Bible. If I go to medical school, something crazy is going to happen. It's going to be like Jonah and the whale. Big whale is going to come swallow me up and bring me back so that I can help do this. Um, Now, kind of touching on why I really politically started speaking out was I had obviously my experience with the Second Amendment, but I started working closely with an organization called Veterans for Child Rescue, and they uh, basically handle counter-trafficking at the U.S.-Mexico border of children. Mm -hmm. And at that point in time, I didn't know that that was even an issue, and honestly, it is. And after I was doing the digging that I was doing— and I found out about the horrific numbers of children that are trafficked. I knew that I had to say something. You know, the whole reason I wanted to become a doctor was that so I could help people. And I realized that by me staying silent, especially as a Hispanic woman, that not only was I failing myself, but I was failing these innocent people. It doesn't matter if you know who you are, liberal, Democrat, um, Republican, conservative, these are innocent children. This is something that we should all be working to stop, and it only can be done when proper measures are taken for border security. So I really started using my platform, and um, Turning Point's been kind enough to work with me on a documentary to get this information out there. So that'll hopefully be out here pretty soon. Uh,
0: well, I'd like to help you with that as well. Um, it it is you. it The numbers are astonishing. Astonishing. Uh, Into the and
4: thousands, and people don't even know.
0: They have no idea— Nobody in Congress is really talking about this, especially on the Democratic compassionate side. It is it is the most compassionate thing we can do is to stop people coming from coming over the border who we don't know who they are or if those are even their children. We are we are actually in in many ways helping these child traffickers now with the stupid rules that have been uh, put in on the border. But I digress. Um,
4: If I could just interject, and for those listening, this is not a joke. I've gone down there. I've talked to Border Patrol agents. And, you know, you literally, the stats will say about a third of the children that are coming over are not biologically related to these, quote-unquote, parent or family units, and that they are essentially renting these children so that they can gain access and exploit our asylum laws. But aside from that, this Border Patrol officer told me of a story where he came across a family, he, or not family, but a group of women and a group of men that had been separated, and they were actually being forced to carry marijuana packages over the border. And so obviously they intercepted them, and what ended up happening was they found that at when they were you know, processing them in, one of the, wo- the women was crying, and she basically couldn't be calmed down, and Art asked her what happened and she said, you know, where's my child? Where's my child? And what they had done, um, what the cartels had did is they separated the men from the women and the women from the children and promised them if they successfully brought the loads over the border that they would reunite them with their children. And to this day, Art doesn't know what happened to those kids. And it's scary. It's, you know, one of those things that it's not like a drug where it can be used once. People think trafficking is this really clean thing. It's not. This is literally the sodomy, the rape, the torture—literally, sometimes even the killing of very innocent people—and it doesn't matter who you are. If we don't do it the correct way, if people don't come here the correct way, they're going to be exploited, and people are hurt on both sides.
0: So, Anna, I—I I used to ask people, you know, how their soul was, um, but um, I, I don't know if I don't—I don't know if people really understand what they're walking into and the danger that you are in when you go to Congress. I've—I've I've had friends who have have become everything that they said they weren't going to become. Um, It's a toxic atmosphere. Are are you prepared for that?
4: I am, and I can say that this is kind of funny, but right out the gates I had someone like Matt Gates come out and endorse me, and I've never been the type of person to be bought. One of my campaign slogans is built, not bought, and I say that because everything that I've experienced in life The reason I speak out is because I know firsthand what that's like. I literally grew up in the welfare system, um, and I've been very selective about even taking certain money from certain lobbyists. I am a grassroots candidate. I've been to date leveraging my social media to raise all of these small-dollar donations nationally, and if all goes as planned, I'll be making the Young Gun list, um, which is the NRCC's list of, you know, top competing candidates for a district. And obviously, I need help raising that money. So if you can donate, please do. You can donate at www.voteanapalina.com. But I am who I am. And I always feel that I'm answering to higher calling. And I'm not anticipating on being a career politician. I'm going to do what I think is right, what needs to be done. And then I'm going to leave and I'm going to tip my hat and, and let the next person take over.
0: How competitive do you think you could be against Charlie Crist?
4: I think, and I, you know, there are some great people running in, in this race, but when it comes to being able to actually go toe-to-toe with him and call him out on some of the identity politics that he's going to be using, I will be able to absolutely flip the seat, not to mention I have a very, again, unique background, and in part what I also am passionate about is I've been working with an organization called Force Blue that does coral reef restoration off the coast of Florida. My husband's a scientific diver with that organization. And um you know, I do have this aspect of you know being quote unquote a green conservative that I'm bringing to the table and you know every step of the way, again, I've been built for this. So I am probably the only contender for this race and I do anticipate on flipping the seat. In so you,
0: you are and I don't mean this as an insult, um, uh, you know because you're the mirror opposite, but uh, you are kind of the AOC for the uh, for the right if you if you were to win. when you say you're a green conservative, Does that mean that you're for government green deals, cap and trade, (laughs) all of that stuff?
4: No, I'm in fact, and I'm not even for a carbon tax. I think that it's been really interesting because I do obviously have some extensive background being that I'm a biology major and, you know, I'm kind of a science nerd in that aspect. But, you know, one of the biggest arguments for that is the United States is not even the number one polluter in the world, okay? It's places like China, India, a lot of these Asian countries that we're sending our manufacturing to. So why on earth, if you really wanted to fix the problem, would you then in turn basically tax the American family, the American people, an insane amount of money in order to fix a a problem that we can't even control that's not even us that's contributing that? Why would we not in turn try to encourage these businesses to bring their manufacturing back to the United States so we know that they're not contributing to this global pollution. And then in addition to that, if these countries want to trade with us, well, then let's write some policy into our trade negotiations with these countries. It's in no way, shape, and form our responsibility to change our way of life, to literally stop eating meat and to stop using planes and automobiles in order to facilitate these countries that have, you know, even according to the uh, climate accord that we pulled out of, they God, um, you know, places like China are developing coal cold manufacturing, cold plants, what, once a week? Mm-hmm. And yet we're all of a sudden the evil people. That's not what the scope and objective of this is. And in the United States, we actually, in my opinion, have one of the cleanest environments for that reason. So I'm for a clean environment but limited government, and I think that that's the best way that you want to handle those types of
0: situations. All right. What is your web address if people want to find out more information or donate?
4: You can find me at www.vote. Anna, that's A N N A, and then Paulina, P A U L I N A dot com.
0: Anna Paulina, thank you very much. God bless. Good luck. You bet. Should say Anna. Anna Paulina. (sighs) How
2: are you, Stu? I'm wonderful. You're not coming with me this weekend to Salt Lake, are you? I am not. No,
0: that's not. That's Uh, not right. uh,
2: Personal choice. Personal. Wait a minute. What? Player's decision. Uh, Hold it. Did not play. Player's decision. Re- no. Really? It would be great to go. I would love to. Um, you know, well, I've, I we have some book other a, things going on. Book a seat for um, you. right away. Wait, do you have other things
0: going on? Yeah,
2: I, I think this is the week the Taco Bell's having a sale. <laughs> they have those in Salt Lake City. Not the one near <laughs> really, me. They, don't, right? they, they, yeah, they okay. it out there. well, maybe. all right. No, it's going to be a great show. We've been. Uh, you've done Christmas shows before, and I think a lot of people in the audience haven't seen you do that kind of show before. Yeah, been a long time. It's been a long time. been a long time. And it's, They're fun. I, that was the first time I actually realized you had some talent ability, yeah thank you thank uh, you to to do this job. Yeah. no i've heard the show a lot of times right. and seen you <laughs> yeah. do the show uh-huh. and never really noticed uh-huh. anything of uh-huh. value and this then, is the one thing that i do that Stu was really bummed when we said okay no more of those oh yeah he was like
0: no that's my
1: favorite thing it is
2: really cool it's a fun show it, it you is. know brings you into the into the christmas season it's really really funny uh, and uh, it's it's a I, I'm it's a can't miss unless of course you're me and there's a Taco Bell sale yeah. near your house. <laughs> right.
0: So there's some scattered seats, um, you know the 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 seats that are available. I think there's a f- few seats up towards the top, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and the the deal of that is yes you might get a nosebleed, but uh, probably not.
2: But I can guarantee you're not going to get hit with any of the flop sweat, which is a huge benefit. <laughs> Huge, huge benefit. I mean, if you're in the front huge row, people better. are paying yeah. all this money for these great seats yeah. and then you know just, you they leave, get flop sweat. You gotta bring like the Gallagher tarp to like guard yourself. In so the front I, row. I
0: don't even know what to I don't even know what to wear because your
2: Santa suit. You
0: wear your Santa no, it suit doesn't fit me, okay too big? Already shut up. <laughs> all right. So I don't even know what to wear because you know I get hot, but if I if I wear like a sweater, then you know it's like the jim gaffigan thing (laughs) Mm -hmm. untucking your shirt it is the last gasp of the fat man right because i am Moo. i am right the next thing is i just give up
2: i just give up and just start wearing a moo. just i i could see that i mean um you have the when you untuck the shirt who knows is it just falling straight down and not and and clearing your stomach by six inches or is it one inch you can't quite well, tell. when
0: you're—that's why
2: it's. Yeah, you still kind of can see that there's
0: something underneath. Occasionally, that.
2: the wind hurts you. Yeah. <laughs> this so
0: no wind in this theater. <laughs> uh, if you wanted to find tickets, you can just go Glenbeck. dot There are very few left, but if you'd like to uh, grab a seat, I'd love to see you there. It's Saturday. Glenbeck. dot slash Christmas. To Glenn. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. I want to bring in Kevin Ryan. He is a uh, writer for Glennbeck.com and uh, also uh, my program and uh, the Blaze. And he is he is a different dude, man. He is just so much fun. Uh, and we we send you out to things where you just don't fit. For you know? sure, you just don't fit. I mean, you don't fit really anywhere. No, you know, you, my whole you, life. That's what i am hearing. I mean, you work for me and you wear <laughs> Birkenstocks. Oh yeah. So I you love know, Birkenstocks. Yeah. (laughs) you look like a guy who would.
5: I hear that constantly. (laughs) Yeah, And I love every single day of it, by the way. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, so anyway, so we sent you out to uh, cover a couple of things, Mm -hmm. and we haven't spent any time this week on Kamala Harris uh, dropping out. Uh, You have a story that uh, comes out, is it today, com? It's out, yeah, it's up now. Uh, And you have kind of the behind the scenes because you saw her how many times? Uh, f- I believe fifteen times. Fifteen times. A lot more than you should have been required <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to do as right. part of your job. Right.
1: Absolutely. But
0: you were you you went to to follow these candidates to learn something about them. So, what is the article about? And and what what do you take away from her failure?
5: Uh, my first... Okay, so what I did uh, when I first saw her was I was like, "This, there's something captivating about her. It's terrifying. <laughs> she scares me. Yeah. Uh, and she just wants the... She wanted that job so badly yeah. that I thought she, no one could ever stop her. Mm-hmm. So I wrote five articles about her. <laughs> and it's like, here we are two months later. And it's like, well, those other three articles are never going to come out. <laughs> but... And it taught me something about politics. Yeah, because uh, you guys are so clued into politics, and it's kind of a new game for me. Yeah, um, and uh, it's just been fascinating. And Harris, Harris was the one. Well, my because my dad was with me in Iowa, and he said what really freaked him out was that she always has this like tear waiting in her eye to drop, <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's just ready. Yeah, and she can just and. She would just could play all these different characters. Yeah. And she did them very well. I really admired her. I didn't think I was going to admire her at all. But I just... Felt you
2: admired like, her for her... Abilities? Uh, abilities. Terrifying abilities. It's terrifying Because wow. I, I think wow. there's a there's a... Uh, I think in a sense where you look at Kamala Harris and you say, see someone who seems to have ability as a politician and is relatively convincing at times. Uh, but there's something I think... You know, like when you look at a robot, and the robot looks human, but not it's quite. called the uncanny valley. The Uncanny yes. valley, yes, and you—it just feels weird. Like you, you sense that it's not authentic. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what it was like with with uh, Kamala Harris as we learned more about her. I mean, I, you know, if she had, you know, we talked when about when you first
0: see her. Mm-hmm. We we talked about this yeah. at the very beginning. When you first see her, you're like, she there's something charming about her. There's something real about her that seems like." she's likable seems like she's likable (laughs) yes but then the more she's around you're like no it's the uncanny valley and then all of a sudden you kind of hit the bottom of that valley and you're like i think she's a fraud i don't think she's real Well, that's where she is the the
5: name of the article to uncanny valley that's (laughs) Uh, that's i mean that sums up her kind of essence like that there is And in person, it's like that because I also wrote an article about seeing her at this Baptist church and there's nobody there. there There's no media. It was a rainy day. It was a miserable day. And she her sister got up and sang and Kamala gave this like heart rending, um, gospel driven sermon. And I, I had tears in my eyes. But when she walked off, I was like, that is a good politician yeah yeah i didn't i didn't come away with like that is a real great person right and we
0: <laughs> really? should know uh
2: not a good enough politician uh, quite yeah. clearly Apparently. yeah if people sense Apparently. it in some in well some i think way. that's
0: yeah. why i think that's why bernie connects with so many people is because that's not a poli- that's not a good politician
2: yeah you know he's yep. just
0: he's a mess He's oh, a, Trump,
2: Trump is kind Trump of Trump is way the too. same way. Like, yeah. He's, not, a, he's yeah. not what you'd think of as a politician, yeah. but people connect with him mm-hmm. because they feel it's authentic. Right. right. It's the same thing with Bernie. I mean, Bernie lies a lot. Uh, he gets a lot of points for being authentic, but he tells a lot of falsehoods. Yeah, he does. Um, but he does not in a way that he believes them.
0: Right. <laughs> <Just> like, oh, <laughs> Right. Okay. Yeah, and I think Trump is the same way. I think Trump believes 99% of the stuff that you're like, wait, what? <laughs> I think he believes that stuff. Mm. You know, Bernie is the same way. Bernie is just authentic in his uh, in his look, you know, in yeah. the way he dresses. Uh, you know, you have to give him credit for being uh, really... Outspoken enough to say he's uh, at least leaning towards socialism, you know. During the Cold War, yeah, <laughs> you know, he's less authentic now because he just won't make that final step in. Like, yeah, I'm for communism, absolutely. And He'll
2: only say he's for socialism. Yeah. That's so yeah. Yeah, it's so uh, misleading. Yeah, so misleading. With Kamala, I think too. One of the things we talked about, we were comparing the fields one day about 2000s 2000, from 2016 and the Republicans, and I, I said she, he, she is Marco Rubio, right? Like That's a good comparison. The on the paper. Vibe of Rubio and Harris was like this is a good formula to win this race, right? Mm-hmm. And never, even though they might give some good speeches and have good moments in debates or whatever, never was really able to connect with the with the voting uh, public. And uh, you know, I don't know. You made that point, Glenn, years ago that after Obama, the last thing we'd be looking for is someone who was packaged, packaged, and like you know, per- every line felt. Perfectly focus group tested, and Rubio did a lot of that, and Harris did a lot of that. You know, well, Harris well, though, Harris became, I
0: think, mm-hmm. uh Beto in the end, the where she was end. just oh, like yeah. lobbying, yeah. like,
2: yeah. yeah, she didn't.
0: Count. Hey, I and I'll eat your children if yeah. that's what will take to vote for me. What about
2: banning yeah. all Republicans from Twitter? what yeah. you guys <laughs> sign <on> to that. <laughs> that is yeah. weird. It's weird. Okay,
0: so another story that you uh, that you have is uh on Joel Olstein. We did not. They have a chance to talk to you.
5: It's been so crazy. I mean, it's hard to keep up with the news.
0: Yeah. So, you, you were with Joel Osteen and Kanye a couple correct. of weeks ago. Tell yeah. me about that experience.
5: Glenn, it was insane. Uh, it was <laughs> just, I mean, just like setting up the scene is, is unbelievable. Joel Osteen hanging out with Kanye West at this church, uh, surrounded by media, um, at this mega church, and uh, performing with a uh, gospel choir. Uh, I mean... A year ago, he was a very different Kanye. Yeah. Very publicly uh, mm-hmm. a very different Kanye. Um yeah, I really I really wish you could have come. I would have loved to. I would have
0: loved to have been there. We'll go so, to the next one. Okay, so so who who did you feel he was? Kanye? Yeah. Um I he he felt
5: I feel like his only mode is genuine. And that's what people have a problem with. They think he's being disingenuous. I don't think he. I think there's no off switch,
2: Mm.
0: and what does that mean? He can't. He he's all or nothing. All yes. But
2: whatever he thinks the truth is at that moment is is what he's saying. George Bush doesn't care about black people. Uh, Donald right, right? like Donald Trump is is the you know the greatest guy in the world. Whatever it is, he doesn't have the he doesn't have that filter to stop himself and try to rethink. Maybe I shouldn't be saying this.
5: For sure, and Mm. and this is what I struggle with. I don't know if he just doesn't care or if it's just he feels an imperative to bring it out. And I know there's like, there's some mental illness there. And he's, there's probably
0: some pills. I don't know. What, did, what does that or mean? Was. What, what do you mean? There was
5: bipolar. Um,
0: it, is that that's on the record that yes. he's? Okay.
5: Yeah. His, the, he was hospitalized at uh, YMCA. Whatever, whatever, when they're put in involuntarily, mm-hmm. when someone's mm-hmm. put in admitted involuntarily, he was admitted to YMCA um, mental health facilities. And pretty surely.
0: Isn't that, I mean, does that sound like a mental health facility that any of us want to go? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what is the treatment? You got to get into the pool. <laughs> Just get into the pool. Go play some volleyball. Yeah, play some volleyball and everything will be good. <laughs> uh, when was that?
5: That was maybe like nine months ago, a year ago. And when he was in at the facility, he was drawing churches, And talking about um, forming a church in Calabasas where he lives. And um, it sort of turned into this gospel choir that was like kind of quiet at first. And he's just been building from that. And um, it's funny, of all the outrageous things that Kanye's done, I think I I rank uh, the Joel Osteen church as
0: like
2: pretty high up there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Why? Why is that? It was just so unexpected. And he's, but he's, he's very Joel Olstein. I mean, I like Joel. He's a friend of mine, but he's very Joel Olstein. Joel Olstein is a, he's a gateway drug, yeah, you know, he's, he's getting the people who are not going to church, who are trying to, you know, uh, find some God in their life, but they want, they want the success that goes along with it, along with the happiness and everything else. And Joel preaches this, you know. Uh, the gospel uh, and it's very mechanical mm-hmm. uh, but the gospel of prosperity and that's what i mean you know even i think it was that weekend he said i was down i don't even know 50 million dollars and i just got that back from the irs, <laughs> IRS. Like, who has that who has that
5: i love that comparison and i, I hadn't thought of it be- but it's so true and it's There's also this idea of like a a public-wide misconception about who the person is that I think applies to both men, and which I I have to admit I was kind of guilty going into this the service that I had an idea of Joel Osteen that is sort of like it was preformed because of what other people told me, and then when I Mm. met him and when I was in the service, I found myself tearing up and thinking like, how could this be bad? Like I can't see any reason why. Mm -hmm. helping people and getting them motivated and, and helping them sort out whatever addictions they have or anything. How is that bad?
0: No, I, you know, I I know Joel um, fairly well. And uh, you know, his father was a a real old school preacher and he didn't have any intention of going in and preaching at all. Mm -hmm. And uh, when his father died, it kind of came down to him and he wasn't thinking about it. And, He had this big kind of transformation in his life, but he doesn't preach it the way his father would have. He, he, he looks for the things that are tangible today and he knows he's a gateway to, you know, other deeper spiritual meanings. And I think he gets a bad name because I think there's a lot of people that are in the religious business that don't like the fact that he does that. And, and I don't think there's any problem. I mean, just, Help
2: people start on a road anywhere. Mm -hmm. Just uh, start on a good road. Um, And are you concerned at all that, you know, what percentage of your job includes crying? Because you've told us I multiple yeah. times yeah, you've teared up. It's such yeah. an
5: emotional it's the Birkenstocks. Yeah. As soon as I take those <laughs> off, I'm like, yeah, let's handle the world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I,
0: man, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so, not, man. Probably not you the Birkenstocks. are You are a you're a mad genius. You oh, really are. Stock. You're a mad genius. More maybe perhaps more mad. Definitely. <laughs> but sure. uh I love working with you, Kevin. Thank it, you so much. It's a real joy. Uh, Thanks, so in You'll find his articles right now at glenbeck.com.
2: The Blaze Radio Network.
4: On demand.